0: yeah i guess we're gonna just put the money from our house we sell we'll just put it into the next house so we'll get lower payments i'm like no put that shit in your bank account man (laughs) you earned that that's equity make make yeah make turn that into something that makes you money welcome to live let thrive a podcast about the airbnb life the share economy
1: and everything in between here are your hosts micah and steve
0: hello hello hello
1: and welcome back to another exciting episode of Live, Let,
0: Thrive up in this mug. What's going on, Micah Man?
1: Chilling, man. How you been? How you been?
0: <sighs> you know, little of this, little of that. Um, this is episode 105 of your favorite Airbnb, VRBO, Share Economy, Turo, Lyft, all that stuff podcast. And we're glad to be back. Yeah, glad to be back,
1: glad to be back We got got a lot of stuff stuff to cover on this episode (laughs) (laughs) I took your
0: line, man, shit, I'm sorry
1: What'd you say? Oh, no, 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 (laughs) we got a lot of stuff to cover on this one, man
0: We got, uh, we got a lot of stuff, man Um, so where, how you been, man, what's new with you? I know you've been trying to, you've been trying to, um, to find a spot to, to build your, um, castle
1: Yeah, so still doing that, um I got something else in the works. My, uh I'm kind of iffy on doing it, but I'm, I think I'm going to 1031 exchange my condo. Okay, okay. While I do. And then I don't have to worry about like really bank statements and all that because just a 1031, they know you have the down payment. It'll be a huge down payment or whatever, but I think I'm a 1031 exchange it and get a multifamily.
0: Okay, all right. So then I can
1: kill so, two birds at one stone. See,
0: 1031 is great. And... um well, how it works is, you know, you whatever property you sell, you can find something, you know, equal or or greater value. You can buy something mm-hmm. like equal or greater value, and you can yeah. use the money, you profit you make from that goes into the next project, zero taxes. Yes, sir. A lot of people do it all the time. It's like a real – it's really, you know, investors talk about it a lot, but a lot of regular folks do it too when they move up to the next oh, yeah. house and the next house. They just – Pour the money they pull out, which is to me, it's stupid. I've been I've been trying to school them lately, Micah. I've been like, yeah, I guess we're gonna just put the money from our house we sell. We'll just put it into the next house, so we will get lower payments. I'm like, no, put that shit in your bank account, man. <laughs> you earned that. Yeah. That's equity. Make Straight make up. yeah. Make turn that into something that makes you money. But um, so how I was gonna ask how you're doing it. You're are you gonna sell the condo first, and then it'll give you six months to find the next property. Before yeah, yeah. so you're not gonna. I'm
1: uh, I'm gonna fix it up first before I sell it. Oh, okay, cool. So I might do like a little small refi, like a 20k pull, 20k out of it, 20k equity out of it. Nice. Put that back into the condo so I can sell it for a little bit more value. Sell it, then do a 1031. Have it sit in there. So, but yeah, man, I've been uh, looking at places. I had to due to recent events. I had to the reason why the land started becoming so hard was due to recent events in Arlington. So I was like, yeah, I can't look in Arlington. Arlington's too hot for what I'm trying to do. Actually, <laughs> Steve's the one who, who convinced me Arlington was hot. So <laughs> That's I, uh, how, hot, that's how hot it
0: is. That's how hot Arlington is right now.
1: So before we hop into that, so I pretty much had to change my strategy of where I was looking, where <laughs> I was looking for houses. So I changed my strategy of where I was looking for houses. I was like, man, I'm taking Arlington off the list. I got to go Cedar Hill, Grand Prairie, Mansfield. Um, so... Let's dive right in, Steve. What happened?
0: (laughs) You know, we always talk about ups and downs in this um, real estate or Airbnb game. And, um, well, I've been doing Airbnb for just a little bit on my house in Arlington. And um, I had um, long-term corporate corporate renters in there, which is great. I highly recommend that. And... um, but they had left, so I had a little gap. I was like, ah, you know what? Let me just try this. Let me just try to fit this in, under the <clears throat> under the radar a little bit, you know. Airbnb underground, and so um, so that's what I did. I um, I started Airbnb started making good money. Made the place look nice, and I was like, I was happy, dude. I was like, yeah, this, this is going great. And uh, there, and then in the meantime, we have guys in Arlington, you know, part of a group that's trying to. To pull a lawsuit, put a lawsuit against the city. They said, "Yeah, we should get an injunction against the city. So that'll give us like that'll give everybody at least a year or two before this all getting settled to do Airbnb without being, um, you know, messed with by the city." <laughs> Anyways, the judge, you know. It's funny, another thing, uh, the, court, the courtroom that they, that they did this in was in Fort Worth, and it was called the, the Vandergriff Courtroom, or Vandergriff Building, whatever, mm-hmm. which v- Vandergriff used to be the big uh, boss hog of Arlington, so I was like, that's a bad sign right there. <laughs> used to be, what do you mean? <laughs> well,
1: Vandergriff Hyundai, Vandergriff Kia? Yeah, well, well still the, is.
0: the senior, yeah, 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 his family <laughs> probably still run Arlington, but he, you know, he's passed away a few years back. Okay. But anyways, he um yeah, he was the big kingpin of Arlington. He brought the Rangers here. That was his big claim to fame. And um and he made sure um public transit would never come here. That's his other claim to fame.
1: <laughs> oh snap, I didn't know
0: that was there. Uh, I'm just assuming. But anyways, um they lost the injunction. So pretty much uh sorry guys, yeah, we don't have an injunction. We're still gonna go through with the lawsuit and who knows how that's how long that's gonna take and um I guess in the meantime, it's everybody for themselves. And so Arlington wasted no time, man. They started sending out tickets, and uh, I, I got a ticket. I don't know how they found my house. I have no idea. I have kind of ideas. We'll touch on that. Yeah, we'll touch on that. But I got how much it.
1: was this ticket for?
0: I looked it up. It didn't say it on the ticket. You know, you got to look it up online. And it was like $332, something like that. Yeah. I was, you know, I was scared because I was thinking it was one of those two thousand dollar tickets they were been talking about you know mm-hmm. but i got this one here's the thing here's the thing i'm cool with going um <clears throat> with going corporate i actually prefer corporate corporate's nice a lot of people are saying that you know and um because it's just put someone it's like a long term rental but it pays you more money and um and so that I, i'm hoping you know i'm already setting my place up to do that and but the thing is, I have bookings, you know, filled up all the way through December. I don't want to. Right now, through, you do. Yeah, yeah, through December. Okay, that that ain't bad. That ain't That's bad. not too bad. I went ahead and as soon as I got this ticket, I, I hit January second uh, and beyond because January first people got hangovers if they're going to rent it out for you know few years, and so um, January second and beyond is all blocked off. So I said, well, this is hopefully this scenario plays out. You know, whatever. If it does, it does. It don't, it don't. It gives you—you you have 30 days to go into the the courthouse and contest a ticket, you know, just like a speeding ticket, whatever. You have 30 days to go show your face and say, "Hey, I want a trial," and uh, or I want to, you know, talk in front of the judge. And so, and I've done this before in the past, long time ago. You know, I I waited all the way up to the 30 day mark and went there, and then I scheduled my <laughs> trial with the judge. And and also you can delay it twice because you know shit happens in life, so. So you can you know schedule a trial out a month ahead or so, and then you go okay. Can I get an extension? Can I? You can get two extensions, so that pushes it out even farther. You know, if you're a young college dude trying to <laughs> don't have a lot of money, you know what I'm saying? And so with this, hopefully, hopefully, this is like um, this is the first round of tickets they're given and um they're gonna let everybody start fighting these or start you know showing up to pay him or whatever instead of just pounding them pounding them, pounding every single day with tickets i don't know if they'll do that but you know i haven't got another one yet knock on wood but that's that's the that's what my plan is to wait 30 days which would be like november 18th and then schedule my court date which yeah that'll be right before the holidays so i'm sure that i won't have a court date till like january mid january or beyond right you know what i'm saying yeah and um I mean, unless Arlington's, you know, more concerned with this instead of all the murders they got to solve, you know, whatever. But, <laughs> but, anyways, so my plan is to have stopped by January first, and if I do go in there and see, you know, hopefully I just get this one, you know, go hopefully and and go see a, a judge or talk to a judge and say, you know, I didn't. I've been renting it out long term. Maybe someone that I was renting renting it out to at the time was doing some stuff behind my back. I don't know, but I have nothing on Airbnb. Blah blah blah. See what happens. Worst thing can happen? I can have to pay the damn ticket. Whatever. But but this is a, how an optimist looks at it. Because mm-hmm. if you're gonna go down, and the thing is, I'm out. I'm I'm outside of that like one mile radius where you can do Airbnb in Arlington, which is bullshit. But if you um. If you go to if you go and try to get a a permit, which is what the ticket was for, doing Airbnb Mm -hmm. without a permit. If you go and try to get a permit, you have to pay five hundred dollars, and then you're going to fill out all the paperwork, and then hopefully, it might be a few months later, you might get approved. I already know if you know you're outside that line, you know you're not going to get approved. It's going to be a no. So you're going to spend five hundred bucks for nothing.
1: So, question: This is where we need to discuss. So, is the city willingly? taking money from people outside of the entertainment district that they are they taking money from people that are outside the entertainment district
0: uh like like tax wise like hot taxes
1: no like like let's say you pay five hundred dollars if you're outside the entertainment district, they shouldn't take your five hundred dollars right
0: in theory, they shouldn't, unless it's just the secretary just hands you the forms here, fill this out, and make a check kind of thing. I don't know the rules. Just yeah, unless know.
1: they just out here pretty much pimping because
0: <laughs> it's a non-refundable five hundred too. So if they if they yeah. deny you, you don't get it back.
1: I, I would go up there and try, like with the random property is outside of it, and then after you, if they let you r- write up a check for five hundred, right, and before you hand it to them, be like, well, I'm outside the entertainment district. Are y'all just straight taking checks up in here? <laughs> <laughs> like what are y'all doing like it sounds like y'all on some bullshit to me but go ahead
0: no, it, it is straight up bullshit but but the thing is um so this is how i'm dealing with it in my mind hopefully hopefully um this is the only citation i get from this and i can fight it like i said i'll push it off a couple months fight it in january or february whatever and um and by then well, see, that's that's the thing too. By January first, that's when they're gonna implement the full ban for everybody. Every even the people that have been, put, you know, permits, paying hot, all that stuff that are outside the entertainment district. Sorry, y'all, y'all gotta stop. January first is the big, you know, the big shutdown. So October, I think they've sent the first round of citations, and I'm thinking, you know, January they're gonna citate, you know, <laughs> is that a word? citate? If they're gonna ticket everybody. And so here's what I'm thinking. Oh, oh, like I was saying, trying to rationalize things, trying to make it a softer punch to the face a little bit is um, okay. Ticket. I did Airbnb for a few months. I got a ticket for 330 bucks, and um, but I guess it's better than paying 500 bucks to try to get a you know a permit and do it and not be able to do it. So I'm saving a couple hundred bucks in my mind, yeah. and yeah. I was able to do it for a certain amount of time, make some pretty good money, and. January is turning into a uh, corporate rental. Corporate rental.
1: So, when you first told me, I thought it was literally just one of those warnings. Like, you know, like Ar- Arlington, the city of Arlington, they hand out these little warnings. Like, let's say your grass is too high or something like that. They'll hand out this little warning and they'll stick it on your doors. So that's what I thought you were talking about. I'm like, okay, they gave you a warning. But then you're like, no, no, it's a legit ticket. Like, I got to pay $300. So... My thing was, this is my thinking, because when I asked you, I was like, well, you said 30 days. I was like, well, use up to 30. Go down there and try to get your permit. But then you came back and said, this is what really made me jump shit. You were like, well, they said during the waiting period, you can't Airbnb your house, right?
0: Right, right. Damn. You have to be so approved. It's like, they have to go and physically look at your house, make sure it's all safety stuff's right and everything. And you got to have signed off from your neighbors, I believe that you're that they they'll let you do airbnb <laughs> yeah it's See, not as easy as it sounds man
1: yeah so I, after you told me that part i was like oh yeah i'm jump. i jump ship then yeah i wouldn't pay the 500 i just turn it corporate and and for those that don't know what corporate is it's when you pretty much rent out a fully furnished place to business travelers it traveling nurses and about that i was telling steve steve asked me hey how much can i rent this place for And i was like hey private room, you can rent it for like 700 if you uh, if you have a private room with a private bath, you can go up to 1100. So, if you have four bedrooms, 700 times 3, that's 2100 plus another 1100, it's about 3 grand a month.
0: That's yeah. uh, that's good money without having to do any cleanings or turnovers. That's a beautiful thing.
1: Well, you would have to do turnovers, but it wouldn't be as frequent.
0: Yeah, not as long, like every every other day, every few days. Um, yeah. cuz that cuts into your money. What what you just got me thinking of too, and and, and it reminds me what um, uh, what's his name said, ah uh, uh, Adam James. He said that he um he built he 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 goes into like condos and he separates the rooms or he does something where like he'll make one room like uh, he'll add a bath to it or he'll add a, like a kitchenette. I mean he'll make mm-hmm. each room like a sufficient self sufficient unit, and mm-hmm. it costs him money to do it. But I mean, that's what I'm. That's what I'm leaning towards. Cause when you said like they have their own shower and stuff, cause they have that huge back room. That's apart from you know it used to be the garage back in the day, but they converted it into it's a really nice, um, nice big room. Mm-hmm. And um, I was thinking I could put a, a bathroom kind of shower thing in that man. That could be its own apartment right there.
1: Yeah, I was thinking that too. You can make it a suite. Yeah. yeah. And, but and then you got to be careful when selling it because Arlington don't allow two entrances
0: it already it already has an entrance to it,
1: no I mean like an entrance into a dwelling unit i mean I, I don't think people would care, but Arlington's on some bulls like they're like the building restrictions here are crazy like if you they they're like straight crazy like you can't build a house like if you have a like a an, a an attachment to another dwelling unit, you're not allowed to build it you can customize it, but I don't know, I would do it though. I would do
0: it. Yeah, I'm a, I mean, a, If you
1: plan on keeping the house a long time, I'd do it.
0: Because yeah, that, that
1: big back room you're talking about, that, that would be a perfect one-bedroom, one-bath apartment.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Big time. The only thing is, that's where the washer and dryer unit is inside there. The washer and dryer room is inside that room. If I could make a different entrance to that, that would be perfect. You know? Yeah. But we'll I'll have to talk to some people and see about it. Because it, it is, I mean and and also you remember when we walked when when um you used to come over to my house that house so we did podcasts yeah. so you'd walk mm-hmm. in and take you know take a left and that was the like the dining area yeah and uh, I'm lock thinking that of, off too. yeah I'm thinking of building the wall the one that that towards the living room and um putting some putting a door right there on the left or you know French doors or some kind of door where you can they can lock it and stuff. And, um, yeah, that'll be an ex- another bedroom. So I'll have four bedrooms plus that add-on ba- red bedroom in the back. And just, yeah, just maximize Five. it.
1: Yeah. yeah, you can pull it off, man. I say do it. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, man, it's just so many ways. There's so many ways that you can try before just shutting down shop. You know, go the corporate route. Um, but let me touch on something that we said we were mm-hmm. going to talk about. You were saying, how did you get caught? So the city of Arlington and other cities, I think New York uses it. Um, people that are listening y'all can go ahead and look this up Uh, it's called host compliance Um, they pretty much are a solution for local governments to crack down on airbnbs short-term rentals they pretty much how they're getting the information i don't technically know Um, they do have a pricing service Um, i don't know how they're getting the information i personally think Technically Airbnb or whoever else, they have to be giving up the information. You know, a lot of people are like Airbnb doesn't give out your personal information. I'm not sold on that, but I mean, you know, they have to kind of be giving up your information, you know. So I don't
0: I don't believe that myself. Mm-hmm. Not until they get like a like a court ruling against them where they have to give it to them, you know what I'm saying? In that scenario I I think, you know, they would. You know, you'd have to, it's the law. But but as far as, I mean, if they if they just kind of, hey, you know, they give you a little disclaimer whenever you sign up and say, hey, be sure to check your local dolls, you know, because we're not going to check them for you. And they just know that more streams of income every single day keeps coming into them. Why would they go and, and tattletale on their on – their the money makers, you know what I'm saying? That's just my that's just my thought. Unless they were unless they were forced to by the city with like a lawsuit or something, which is what New York. You don't is think host do.
1: compliance would pay them to get that information if they're selling it? But but host compliance costs money. They sell that information to the government.
0: That ain't no, free. No, 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 I know. The, I know the local governments are paying for it. Hotel lobbies are paying for it. But I don't think that. Um, Airbnb is gonna sell our information to them if they're making money off of us. They'll be cutting themselves in the throat. Why would they keep? They le- just
1: bought hotel tonight. They're buying hotels. Uh, okay, okay. I, I
0: disagree though. I I disagree
1: Yeah, but I'm just saying. Like, I wouldn't call them innocent. Why the hell would I call? It? They're buying hotels. They're competing. They're competing against their hosts. I think what's Airbnb's brother. biggest expense? Hosts. I got to pay you. What's Uber's biggest what they're expense? They're not paying us. They're just driver. taking
0: a chunk of what we're making, is what it is.
1: Exactly. What if yeah. I remove that?
0: Remove that?
1: <laughs> I make more money. What's Uber trying to do right uh, now? Get rid of the driver.
0: I mean, it's possible. It's possible. But I'm not
1: saying it is, done, but I'm, I'm, I'm not putting it past them. I, I, just think,
0: I just think host compliance is getting really, you know, day, day by day getting more advanced in, in the ways they can find people. Okay. And, I, and I think um, I think a contributing factor would be the fact that I was doing Airbnb Hearst, in Hearst. and whatever host mm-hmm. compliance. I already found out. Okay, you know, so and so in Hearst, Texas, at blah 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 address, is doing Airbnb, and it files it in their computer, right? And if i mm-hmm. just, just, if I'm if I'm doing, you know, if I was host compliance. I would of course put this person in the database and oh let's of see course. what other what other properties this guy has and <laughs> then just cross, you know, analyze it and oh okay well this one over here in a long term in, in Arlington go check it out and well,
1: hold um, on. but aren't your isn't your Airbnb not under your name?
0: <laughs> it's, what do you I, not, well you mean on the website, right?
1: Yeah.
0: No it's no 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 I'm saying name. There, they see it as property owner Stephen. You know, Suarez uh, has gotcha. has yeah, already been popped. He's one. in our system as an Airbnber. So let's go look at his other properties. It's public. It's public access. They can yeah. find out what other properties I own. And um, so,
1: how was host compliance getting this information? Through the cities, man. Duh. Through what? Through the cities. But if your address, if you ain't on Airbnb or on those websites, they ain't get, getting your information, right?
0: But I was in Hearst. I'm just saying that they found me in Hearst and they can just Yeah, but use- I'm,
1: I'm saying before that, though. Before that, how are they getting this? How is host compliance grabbing that information? If, if I put my place right now on Airbnb, VRBO, wherever, how are they grabbing that information?
0: I don't know. You still there?
1: Where would you get it from? That's my whole thing. That's a good question. Let's say somebody... Now, your other thing is like, let's say Turnover b and B's giving it up, which that, that's an interesting one. I don't know. See, that's what I was afraid of. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: That's what I was afraid of with Turnover B&B. Because um, I was like, well, because we have to give them our addresses, you know. And, and to sign up, and I was like, "Well, the cleaners can see my house, my address, and everything." And what's what's to say some someone that's trying to shut down Airbnbs can't jump on there, and and see the, the shoot, they have the whole list of the whole city that uses Turnover B and B, right? They'll look at all the houses, all the addresses, and boom, yeah, simple, right? Yeah. that's just that's it, just it, my um, it's
1: just yeah, it's just so many ways. It's just like man, because. It just seems like to me, it's just like man, y'all grabbing all this information, and I don't know, man. It's getting crazy.
0: Yeah. Well, anyways, I'm I'm going back to corporate, bro, and I'm gonna find a way to maximize my corporate profits because that is, I think that is a better way. I mean, unless you have a, a killer spot like on the a beach house or something, no, something unique that'd be like that would make a great Airbnb, you know, and uh, in a in a city that's friendly to Airbnbs, but. Trying to skirt the system, man, it's it's, it's getting too hard out there for, um, I mean, host compliance is pop- and the cities are popping people. And it's, it's getting too hard to hide. The Wild West is over. The yeah. Wild West is over. And if you, now one thing that did come up, what happened if that house was under an LLC where they couldn't find my name? What would have happened in that case? Where would the ticket go? Oh, they
1: can find your name under LLC. Uh, bigger pockets talks about a program that does that yeah really? you can go find the members of the LLC it's I forgot the website I'll, I'll if I remember it I'll tell you to put it in the show notes but yeah it's a website that you can go find the members of the LLC because I heard I, I know nav does it in AV that you put uh, LLC in there it'll tell you who the members are because I did it with my LLC I was like oh shit I knew exactly who it was <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Cause it's it's a, it's a few technologies out there. Because I I you got to realize that's public information too, like the members of the LLC. It just is. Like, yeah, it's public info.
0: Now, now a uh, unique thing I heard. I need to go back to this episode. It was an old episode of Bigger Pockets where they were yeah. talking about lawsuits mm-hmm. and how to protect yourself from lawsuits. And um and he said, eh, if you're going to be in real estate long enough, inevitably you're going to get sued. So here's how to protect yourself. And it showed this guy was on there, man. He was cold blooded. He did, he would do some crazy. He would put a L- LLC through a corporation in Delaware and wrap it through through New Mexico. Where I mean, no, they couldn't find him. They couldn't find a trace of him at all. So if mm-hmm. like all his hundreds of houses or whatever, one day someone tries to sue and get all his stuff, they they look on. They try to look up at all his possessions. They couldn't find. They, they wouldn't be able to find anything. He had it wrapped up so tight. But that's a that's and he said that's what rich people don't own anything, they just control everything.
1: Yeah, that's really what it is getting everything out your personal name.
0: Yeah, so then they get sued, sue me for what? I don't have anything. It's like, right up, man, (laughs) that's freaking genius. You know, I need to go back to that episode.
1: (laughs) One of the most genius things I ever heard, man. This is from Master P. Um, You know, him and his wife went through a divorce, (laughs) and you know, there, you know, he was a pretty rich dude, and he had money. So he took all his assets and he put them in his son's name. So when they came after me, he was like, oh, we got nothing <laughs> <laughs> in his son's name. I was like, damn, that's genius. <laughs> and that worked? Hell yeah. He got nothing. He put it in his son's name. Damn. Yeah, you know, so I was like, damn. But yeah, I, I got to look up like everything that happened with that. But yeah, man, it was crazy. I was like, oh, shit. But yeah, It's all types of ways. <laughs> it's all types of ways to get away with it, you know.
0: So room, okay. Did you want to go into something else too? Cause we got a buttload of topics here, man.
1: Yeah, man. It's just, but yeah, people that are in those cities, man. Yeah, the the, the underground thing is starting to go away. So yeah, just may want to look at some legitimate places. But yeah, that, that's
0: you're hearing that from the underground experts here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, man. <laughs> so yeah, Steve asked our Airbnb days number.
0: For now, unless I have a spot like on the beach somewhere, you know,
1: it's something to consider after this. It's something to consider, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: It's something to look at, you know.
0: Exactly. Um I was going to Okay, I I was going to yeah. ask you something. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. Well, California's burning down again, right? You got yeah. the fires out of control. Yeah. There's a certain um famous California native Named LeBron, who had to evacuate. <laughs> For real, him and his family had to evacuate, and so um, I was wondering if you, if you have that open open doors policy, would you let LeBron stay at one of your cribs?
1: Oh yeah, because I know LeBron. <laughs> to throw me some change. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Don't worry, he's yeah. probably got a few other cribs around L.A. that he can move, can hang out at.
1: But I didn't know. I didn't know he had to evacuate. But I've been getting a bunch of those open ha- shares, open homes, and sending me a bunch of stuff because like. Sonoma County, which is where I have like a lot of my time shares, are in Sonoma County, up in Windsor, California. Yeah, they get hit, but I get hit with those every year. It's every year I have resorts shut down um, due to that due to fires. That's actually one reason I was like, "Damn, I don't know about buying nothing in California." So yeah, it's interesting, especially up north. That's where those wildfires just run rampant.
0: Yeah, yeah. Every year it happens, man. It's getting worse and worse. Yeah, they don't they don't get no rain over there.
1: Yeah, it's good and bad. It has it has its goods and bad, man. <laughs> but yeah, but I mean, hey, yeah, wow, that's one reason that keeps me back. Plus, all the other weird tenancy laws out there.
0: Because you've let open door, uh, you did that before, right? With um, uh, people from the Houston the Houston hur- Hurricane. Well,
1: I didn't technically do open door. I just kind of gave a few. Uh, I just bought timeshare spots and gave it to them. So I just did it out of, I just went in and gave people spots. That's cool, yeah. man. Did a couple of them. I didn't really just do open door, though.
0: Oh, I thought you did, I thought you let some some of the victims stay at your um, your house in, in Arlington.
1: Um, no, I had some people come up. I believe when I had some people come up. They'd end up paying. Um. So, yeah, I had some people come up who were like, yeah, man, we were getting away from the flood. And some of the people I think came, they weren't even... Affected by it, they just got the hell up out of there. They wouldn't have to sit around and wait, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, and
1: that's another thing about living in Houston. Like, I love Houston, I don't want to live down there, but I was like, dang, I don't know about the floods, man. That's crazy.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. I'm gonna throw you a curveball. Okay, this is baseball right now. The World Series is going on, so speaking of Houston and World Series, um, I'm gonna throw you a curveball. One of my favorite Michael quotes because you've been putting my uh, quotes, you know, our quotes online and on Instagram and Facebook, oh, right? yeah. And they're funny. They're funny. I um, mean, they're good. Some, you know, and some, and I, we'll get into the one you did. You put my quote up. I, I can't believe you actually put it up, but it was actually hilarious. And <laughs> with the music, with the music to boot. And I'm like, oh, man. Freaking A. But anyways, um, before we get into that, i put a note. We'll get into that. Um, one of my favorite Micah quotes. You didn't put it online yet. And, and really? you, might, you might not put it on there. But, um, but one of my favorite ones was um, one for the time, one for the shine. And then, <laughs> if you're not watching this on video, I'm putting up two watches. I got my Apple Watch over here on my right hand, and I got my, um, you know, fake Rolex on my left hand. My <laughs> You're it's an Invicta. 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 Love Invicta. It, It's a imitation Rolex. It's, it's similar. It's a inspired by Rolex. So if I was going to get a Rolex, I was going I'd get this one because I I dig this one a lot. It's like a yeah. whatever um, Mariner, Submariner, whatever the hell. But I think it's cool. And um, I couldn't afford the ten thousand dollar Rolex, so I bought the eighty dollar Invicta, and it looks just as nice. But anyways, Micah told me a long time ago, yeah, you got to wear them both, man. One for the time, one for the shine. So my curveball. <laughs> My question to you, see we get crazy on this show sometimes. Is um what could what could that quote actually teach some teach an entrepreneur?
1: I don't know, but I honestly got the quote from Martin. <laughs> 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 well Martin was a little different, man. He, he dude came up to him when he had this watch he was like what time is he? And uh, they looked, he was like, "Man, you got on a watch. You don't know what time it is." He goes, "For the shine, not the time." <laughs> but, yeah, that's where I kind of got the quote. But nah, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. One for the shine. Have on two watches, I guess. <laughs> well,
0: if you it, it, if you dig deeper into it, you know what I'm saying it's um. And I would I would go like this. I would go like this. One for the time, one for the shine. It doesn't have to be about watches, right? If you look at a at someone like Grant Cardone, for mm-hmm. example, he, um, yeah, he's flashy as can be. He's all over the screens, you know, talking this and talking, ch- turning everybody's opinion about money on its head, you know, just cash is trash, all these, he puts all these crazy quotes out there, right, and um, savings for losers, all this stuff, and so... But he's flamboyant and he's out there. He's he's funny as hell. He's cool. He's flashing all his watches and cars and all that stuff. But so that's his that's his um, shine. He's showing everybody. But he's always yeah. he's also got the time because he's got a like the he's a corp he's a he's a real estate mogul mm-hmm. and he's getting all these people's money. You know, he's promising them like five percent return six percent returns that's not a lot of return you're giving yeah. someone money which is also taxed on whatever but um but that's his that's his time he's keeping time and he's keeping the shine you know he's be blinding everybody with the shine they're throwing money at him because that was a cool mofo he's gonna grow my money and then yeah. he's, he's keeping the time with with his real business you know what i'm saying if I, I like
1: that, deep, but- if I can dig
0: deep if i can dig deep
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. The shine and the time. Yeah, I, I like I like Grant Cardone. He having some. He is flamboyant. You know the flamboyant thing that that grabs people, man. That grabs people's attention, especially if you're teaching people how to do it. Like Floyd Mayweather, like he real flamboyant. But you know you can't do what he does for money, man. You can't just go beat people up. That shit hard <laughs> as hell. You know fifty and you know? up. So you know, but Flint, Grant Cardone give it to you way like yeah, anybody can do this, man. Just invest in this, invest. In this, you know. So, yeah, man, the shine is what it gets people attracted. Man, it gets people attracted. So I like yep. how he does that.
0: One for the time, one for the shine. That's the, that's the title of this show.
1: One for the time, <laughs> one for the shine. So I have a question for you. Yep. With your Arlington, so since you're going 100% corporate, are you thinking about still continuing the Airbnb game by possibly selling an Arlington property and getting some going like, let's say, GP, Grand Prairie?
0: I had thought about that. I had thought about that. And here's and here's, uh, here's one way I can answer it Because And that was my initial thought Once I got the tickets. Man F this freaking house I'm going to sell it And get me something else Somewhere else Yeah I was thinking Grand Prairie I've always I've always been drawn there But um, But I, you can't In business You can't be a reactionary Correct You got to let things play out Sometimes And even though it's It's hard having things in, To me especially In my personality I hate having things in limbo I hate like uncertainty you know i hate that the most i want to i want to do something but i can't i gotta wait till that deadline then the next i gotta wait i gotta wait you know breathe step away from it let it settle down and come back to it and then you will make a rap more uh, clear decision and so mm-hmm. so my first clear decision on that matter would be if i do end up selling it which is always an option you know it's always an option i think i'll make a little bit of money on it because i got it pretty good pretty good price and um And I, I would, first of all, I'd I'd wait till the spring. There's no way I'm selling it right. This is the worst freaking time to sell a house. It's right now, right before the holiday, after summer, right before the holiday. This is the terrible time to sell a house. Don't ever, don't be stupid and try to sell a house during this time. Or
1: telling people that I'm trying to buy a house right now. (laughs) Well, those people sell your shit right
0: now. (laughs) Those people ain't listening to our show. (laughs) We got smart investor type. (laughs) and um or don't even and and another another tip is don't don't have your leases if you're doing long-term leases don't have them end at this time too it's a terrible time for a lease to end right you know right around the holidays or winter you don't yeah i didn't know that yeah and um I've, i've heard that i think you even can our buddy can you know he makes sure his leases end around spring so in case the the renters do have to bounce he can get someone in there quickly, you know what I'm saying? Get it yeah, rent turned and, and rent it out quickly. Don't ever let your leases end at, at this time of year, October, November, December, January. It's just not a good time because people already got their kids locked in schools. You know, they got their, their jobs, their their school all situated. They're not going to move at this time, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So long-term leases or selling a house, yeah, it's the worst time right now to, to do that. So I would definitely hold off on that big decision till spring. And if it does if I'm not doing that well in corporate or just Arlington, I don't know. It's just um if I just feel like it would be a better move, yeah, I would definitely sell it in the spring.
1: Yeah. And you could always long term if you just like forget it and I'm gonna hold on to it, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, that's another option. Yeah, that's another place The only thing is with that I'm nervous about it a little bit. Is you're saying, a lot, a lot of these people are jumping ship, and a lot of these houses are hitting their rental market right now. So it's going to oh. be, and they're, they're going to price them to, 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 to rent. They're, people are scared, you know? People are like, i got to get this house rented, man. i got to get this mortgage paid. And so like, they're going to drop their price. The other person's going to drop their price. It's going to be a race to the bottom. That's what I'm worried
1: about. Because I ain't going to lie, man. The last week, like three or four good deals in Arlington hit my phone. Like I'm talking, I'm saying three beds, two baths, twelve hundred square feet, going for like one one thirty. Really? I'm like, Damn, that's not yeah. in, that's not in the hood. They ain't probably probably in the hood, but for that much in Arlington, you know, fast that's about to go back, man. <laughs> and you know they were Airbnb houses. You can tell some of them are they're taking pictures of them fully furnished. I'm like, I know they ain't staged it. That was an Airbnb. Yeah. You can see so it's like you know, and and like you said, it's a bad time to sell, so they're about to be undercutting the market, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I'm thinking like, dang if I go ahead and buy, mm, you know what I mean yeah, oh, it's it's interesting,
0: you just can't um can't Airbnb it when you grab it though
1: <laughs> I know i <I'm> long term it. <laughs> for that price, it'd be a long term for sure. But you know, it's going to be interesting to see what happens around here. Um, for 150,
0: you you long or how much do you say 130, 140? 1
1: 130 to 150. I've seen them for like 125 all the way up to like 150. Okay. 167.
0: So you're going to at least want 1300 to 1500 a month to get your 1% rule, right?
1: Yeah. The yep. thing
0: is, that I've seen some bigger houses than that. They're renting out for 13 to 1500 a month. It's not Yeah,
1: I know. What? Yeah. See, most of the time when you go into them houses, they're being under-rented. They don't know what they're doing. Either they're doing it themselves. or Most property management companies ain't renting it like that. You know what I mean? Because they got the clientele. Right, right. Yeah, I think that's an advantage if you know how to use corporate rentals. Mm -hmm. You can get a better tenant in there.
0: Yeah. um, Yeah, man because who do you use like when you check people out do you use like cozy when you check out their background mm-hmm. and all that
1: yeah i use cozy for background checks
0: okay now with credit what do you look at at somebody cozy i mean what 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 kind of score what kind of stuff on their record oh i use? do
1: 700 and up
0: it's it's written in stone you don't want nothing below 700 at all
1: yeah 700 and up i've never had a problem pay on time every time every time it's a 700 Five hundred. I ain't gonna lie. I let a five hundred stay, but I made him pay me everything up front cash. <laughs> Damn. Like, you need that three thousand two hundred right now. For uh, <laughs> straight up. Yeah, like you know. And I think he might have been a little uh man. He said he was an IT guy. I was like, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but nah, um, you know, I, I took it straight cash up front. But uh, and his score was like a five fifty. Can't trust nobody with bad credit. <laughs> <laughs> all my bad credit folks out there i'm just joking man we just lost a bunch of listeners lost a lot of listeners playing, man. we no, love bad joking. credit
0: people because we'll fix your credit for you man What's up? yeah 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 yeah. i didn't have
1: bad cool, uh but no nah, man you know you you, you you know we give tips on how to get your credit up you know to make you a trustworthy person uh but you know
0: Hey man, some of the some people go through these messy divorces and it just destroys That's their credit. True. It's not it's not true. It's not their fault. <laughs> it's That's true. true. I, I
1: tell people all the time, man, like people don't talk enough, especially if you're married or in a relationship, people don't talk much about finances. Like man, you should always check someone's credit score before you start dating them in my opinion.
0: That's smart right there
1: he used to laugh, and I said, "I'm dead too." he should check somebody's credit score. like, honestly, this is what it comes down to: credit score. It, it really affects your life decision. It it, it tells you someone's life that someone's decisions that they make. Like it's okay, you got bad credit because okay, you had to help a family member out, things like that, you know. But if you got bad credit because you've been buying Louis V purses. Eh, <laughs> I don't know about that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't really justify this you know so i oh, don't know man that's just how i look at
0: it. oh man that's funny that makes me think a buddy of mine he was well, his wife you know she, she'd she been she's from another country she'd been staying you know chilling at home not 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 really wanting to get a job for a while but she finally got some employment after being here for a few years you know what i'm saying okay like six seven years and so she um and they six, don't got seven no, years yeah something like that and they don't got no kids or nothing but she just she wanted the flexibility to, to travel home and stuff. And, and I hope I ain't giving away too much info on my buddy, but I don't think he listens to the show.
1: <laughs> but anyways,
0: <laughs> it's nothing bad. He just said, finally, she got a job, right? And so she finally got a job. <laughs> and it's um, got her first paycheck. And first thing, first thing she went, done. And it was bought a Michael Kors bag with the first paycheck. <laughs> Second paycheck, she bought some leather boots. I'm like, oh, well. <laughs> oh, man. Like you said, I
1: mean. Homie's sitting on a liability. Man. No.
0: <laughs> but that's what people are, man. I mean, they'll be broke as a joke, but they'll find a way to get this, um, the newest iPhone and shit. I mean, like, come on, man. I see people. <laughs> I see some, like, broke ass people, like, arguing over something and saying about how their new iPhone is this, is. Edit- Blah blah, talking about the, they have a newer iPhone than me, man. And I'm like, what the hell? But that's what they spend all their money on. They just they that's stay crazy. broke, and they always got to get the newest brand. Oh, I gotta have the newest iPhone. I'm like, okay, well, shit.
1: That's stay crazy. Stay man. broke, man. Oh, going back to what you were talking about with um them finding you. So now on your Airbnb account, if you log into your Airbnb on your uh, not on your on your desktop. You can share your, your booking details with other hosts, like everything, what days you were booked, and how much they booked it for, things like that. You can actually share it. You can share it. It's crazy. Like, if you check it out next time you're on your Airbnb app, and next time, yeah, check it out.
0: Well, why would you share it with another host?
1: I don't know. I'm thinking the only thing is, like, <clears throat> let's say somebody, uh, maybe they wanted to get in on the, what's it called, market, the AirDNA market, because I ain't gonna lie, I've never used, I've only used Airbnb DNA like once or twice Mm -hmm. for a couple of markets. But you can literally, what I've always tell people to do is log into Airbnb and just go through people's calendars with places that are like, I'll just pretty much run comps. But now you have the option to share your calendar with other people. I guess it's for hosts who wanna start up and see what people are making. You know, and it can actually help Airbnb if they can just, if some new person's like, yeah, I wanna try Airbnb, but I'm kinda skeptical. I can just log in and see what other hosts near me are making. I'd be like, oh, I might hop on this. You know what I mean? See yeah. if It's profitable. Or then you ain't got to pay air DNA.
0: Or if you want to be a big, you know, start accumulating houses as a as like a co host or something like that, that'll yeah. be a good portfolio. Hey, here, log into Ooh, this. Look one. at my money I'm making a month. This is how much I can make you a month. You know, that's a good. It's a good sales pitch, yeah. right there. Money talks.
1: Yeah, and, and, and um, <clears throat> that's another thing that brought me back to Arlington. I had a question. I said, if Arlington is allowing... So Arlington pretty much said, you, I guess you do have to get a permit if you're doing it out of a duplex, right? Out of mixed-use, duplex, multifamily. Everything do, needs a permit, it. yeah. But I am I saw a couple of duplexes for sale. I'm like, okay, why are these people selling them if you can... Unless they're hoping somebody who wants to do Airbnb is selling it, it wants to buy it, but I'm like, damn, these are cheap-ass prices. So I'm like, maybe these people have tried to get permitted and they got denied. It's like, is Arlington trying to? I don't know, man. It's it's real that crazy. That might be like, it
0: I, too, because maybe they say, okay, we'll we'll approve it. You need like twenty thousand dollars worth of um safety improvements before we approve it, or some shit like that. Because they get to walk your house. That's the problem, man. That's a that's the issue right there.
1: Yeah, they got a lot
0: of power. You, I mean, it's. It's a speculative move if you're going to buy something hoping to Airbnb in Arlington right now. Because not only do you need the permit, they could change the parameters at any time. Well, you know, you, we're, we're going to stop doing permits or we're going to pull some. It's too many. It's getting out of hand. Oh, neighbors complained. Uh, sorry, we've got to shut you down. It's a speculative move. So it, ha- it better make sense as a long-term rental, too. Yeah,
1: it better. That's the only way I buy in Arlington. If it don't make sense as a long-term rental, I say hop out the game.
0: Now, would you ever buy a, a half duplex?
1: No, and this is, I don't like half duplexes. Like I'm not buying one fifty for one bed, one bath, and then you know that's crazy to me. Like Texas is the only place I've lived that I've ever seen. Like they literally have, they literally have where you can buy half a duplex. I'm like, who wants to do that?
0: I've never, yeah, that's weird to me. I was like, so is that the? I would assume does one? Well, no, it's shit. That's weird because one if one owner owned both sides and then decide oh, I'm just going to sell one side. Okay, whatever. But then now all of a sudden two owners own that same freaking thing. And something funny that I saw the other day, I was over there in Euless. and mm-hmm. um and I saw over over by off of Glade, Glade and 121, there's there's some duplexes back there. You know, you figure Euless is, you know, high hoity-toity. but there's actually some so they're bigger, nicer duplexes. But I saw one where the left side was painted green, they painted the bricks like green or blue or whatever. The whole house, the left side, and the right side, they left it like just a regular exposed brick. You know, I guess It yeah. was like this, it looked, they were it, selling one side it, of it. It looked weird as shit because it's if you can imagine one house painted in half, right? It looks like a regular house, but it's a duplex. But they painted it's a two story house, so it's really it's tall, it's big. But half the freaking house was painted. The other house was just a regular exposed brick. So, as, so it must be either two different owners. It has to be two different owners. Possibly. So that's yeah. Something. If
1: anybody else, if y'all in a state where they do that crap, let me know. I want to <laughs> because I've lived in four different states and I've never seen them sell half duplexes. Like Texas <laughs> is ramping on that. Like they'll let you buy half a duplex and sell the other. Half. It's just like what. <laughs> like it don't even make sense it's like it's like it's a condo in the hood or something i don't know it, it, i've never I, i've never understood it man it's just like i, I just didn't get it but yeah i, I hate the half duplex thing i'm
0: going to bring up something cool I, what what with this whole situation with um you know getting ticketed and you know have having to transition away from airbnb again mm-hmm. and um it, it, it got me thinking again about about deadlines and the magic of deadlines. So we spoke about them on this show, of course. But here's here's the thing: what what it's got me go, gonna do, and and I already and I already have it planned that I will, um, if I did get another another citation. And I'm already gonna do this anyways. I'm already gonna do this anyways. I'm I'm gonna go ahead and fix up the other rooms, this house, and I'm gonna. I'm gonna put beds in the other, you know, queen beds in the other two rooms upstairs. For, actually, the other three rooms. So I have four bedrooms upstairs with queen beds, you know, decked out like like, you know, big bedrooms, and um, and I'll have those. I'll get it Airbnb ready, as Airbnb ready as I can get it. And downstairs, we already have our big, you know, master bedroom. I'm gonna have that set up, you know, make it a little nicer. And I'm gonna do all these projects that I've been trying to. I've been. <laughs> Put it on the back burner because i've been so busy and we've got a new baby now and all this stuff and so what what's going on here it's i've i've been dragging my feet on on tackling this house like i want to but now i've got some fire under my ass and these deadlines coming and i'm like and here's and here's a big reason why i want to get this house airbnb ready because because and this is a and this is a um a tip for you guys because let's say let's say this happens to you, and I don't know if anybody else would do it. Let's say if you got if you're Airbnb out there, and all of a sudden your city blah blah, blah turns a ban. And they said, okay, y'all got to stop Airbnb today. But you got like three or four months of, of Airbnb income in the future mm-hmm. coming towards you. You got all these you know all these dates booked, and well, what my what what could happen? I mean, we have a free get out of jail a get out of jail free card because we can call Airbnb up and say, hey, you know Arlington banned it. Sorry, you got to cancel these, and and they'll cancel it. They'll cancel them for you, and um, they say they say they'll help these people try to find another spot. Whatever, it's too late. People sp- saved up the whole year to come watch a Cowboys game. It's too late. They're not going to find nothing under under a thousand a night now, and so <laughs> no, especially not a big ass house. Anyways, um, so what? What my partial solution to this is. I, I feel bad, you know, I feel a little bit bad. I feel bad, I feel a lot bad. If if I am having to shut down before December, you know, before January, and all these yeah. people are going to, you know, not have a spot. already got their flights booked and everything and have nowhere to stay. So what I'm going to, I talked to Airbnb about it. I asked them if this is cool. And I said, well, I got, a, I got a house that ain't too far away from that house. It's the house we live at. What, is it cool if they, if, you know if you just honor their bookings and everything, but, and, and if they're cool with it, they can stay here for the exact same price at my house. And Mm -hmm. I'll just, and me and my, my family would just go live in in the previous house again, just until the end of December. Right. And we'll just move back in there. I mean, if Arlington's really busting people's chops like that, we'll move back into that house and then we'll just, um, let these people rent this bigger house. Hey, it's a bonus because it's a bigger house. It's a little bit farther from the stadium. It's like 15 minutes from the stadiums. But it's a bigger house. They can just, and we won't miss a beat on the on on the money we made, you know, for these three months coming up, or these you know two and a half months coming up. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, they'll have a place to stay. They'll still get to come to town, do their thing. They have a bigger house, and and yeah, everything will work out smoothly. And what Airbnb said, they said, yeah, you know. Um, we really can't promise like we really can't go off system like that and blah 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 because you know i was just saying it's like a it's like a kind of a promissory thing you can will just stay at my house instead because it's not the actual location blah 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 and i said okay well how about this how about i get it up on airbnb this house we're at now you know take the pictures get it up on there and um and have it as a as a running airbnb and he said, "Well, if you do it in that, yeah, in that way, we we'll just we can just transfer them all over to that house, and then yeah, it'll be it'll be perfect." I said, like, "Okay, it's a thought. If I yeah. if push comes to shove, this house will be ready to Airbnb. If 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 I have to shut down shop, you know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna be eating these two thousand dollar fines."
1: I have a question on that. Okay. Hello. All right. Um, my bad. Some <laughs> came through my phone. I have a question on that. So, your your, your current house is like you shoot what driving three minutes from the stadium. Driving wise, the current house, yeah, yeah
0: three minutes, three drive. five minutes, yeah, five minutes.
1: Do you think those those guests would be happy going further? Because you know you're taking them to Fort Worth, which it ain't too far, but. If you – you know what I mean? That three to five-minute drive, man, that, that's – if I was a Cowboy fan and you said, hey, man, my house is three to five minutes, I'm like, oh, shit, I'm taking this. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. But then if you say it's pushed you a little farther out, I mean – well, you probably wouldn't care anyway because you're probably done. You're out after this. You know what I mean? Like the reviews yeah, yeah. on it.
0: Re- I am a little bit I, – I was worried about the reviews that people would be pissed and all that stuff. But the thing is I would – I would say, I would, the way, you know, like you said, it's all how you how you word it, right? Correct. I could talk to these people. You know, one, I didn't call them and say, listen, this is the deal. Arlington shut down Airbnb and all of Arlington except for blah, blah, blah. And so I got shut down. Either this is what's going to have to happen. I'm going to have to cancel everybody's reservations. Or option number two, you can still come to town, stay just a, a few more minutes outside, you know, a little bit of ways. And uh, with a bigger house. I would say with a pool, but then it's already too cold for the pool. But <laughs> that would be a big bonus. Um, with a bigger house and um, three bathrooms instead of just two bathrooms. And y'all can you know have a lot of room to stretch out. And um, for the same exact price. And I'll just, y'all, they'll, they'll just transfer you over to this house. I said, if y'all, if y'all don't do that option and you think it's too far away, that's cool. But what's going to happen, Airbnb is going to cancel your reservation. And you're going to have to find something. Within a week or two, and hopefully it's not a thousand dollars a night. I mean, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Go try to stay at that Lowe's live or whatever. Jeez. But
1: man,
0: I mean, you know, I'm going to say it better than what I just described it to you right now. But I'm, you know, I'm going to yeah. work out how I'm going to explain it to you. I'm going to say I don't have to do this. They, Airbnb said they can they can just cancel all the reservations, and I'm I'm out of the game. But I I feel bad for for the guests that are coming to town. So, I'm I'm doing this yeah. option we're we're going we can't even stay at our own home. We're going to go stay I'm, I, I you know, I'll embellish. I'll say we to have to go stay at my parents. Sell it. And yeah, cuz and cuz we had to put a long-term renter in there. We're going to stay at my parents' house. And so we'll be out in the street kind of thing, but you'll have this big house to use while you're here. With yeah. a with a fridge. work with some beer. You keep your in, you
1: keep your income coming in.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you know it, I mean? that's the thing. It won't the income won't skip a beat
1: yeah
0: people can opt out of it fine whatever but but yeah that's that's what the deal is gonna be
1: man that's that's, that's I like that that's uh you know me I like people you think outside the box I love it so that was a good idea when you brought that to me I was like, hell yeah, I'd try it you know it's just the only t- thing to worry me I was like well, they're too far out, but I mean, hey, I still get a place to stay then rather than not having a place at all, you know right right. If that's your
0: selling point and and the thing is my hearst house booked i mean i was almost solid booked in the hearst house and people were coming to the games they were staying at the yeah. hearst and that's that one's farther than this house is to the stadiums this house is closer to the stadiums yeah we're right down like i said maybe 12 minutes to the stadiums 12 15 minutes mm-hmm. and i'll tell them the back roads to take perfect but um that's just an option i talked to my wife about it and she's cool with moving back into the previous house just till the end of december and then um, um yeah, and then that's – yeah, everything – I think everything, will, everything's going to work out. That's the thing. That's what – entrepreneurs, I mean, it, it's it's so funny. It's so funny, and, and I always get stuck like this. <laughs> Not stuck like this. When It's whenever you sit down and you start counting your money, you start counting your chickens before they hatch, and you're like <sighs> – you take a deep breath. Man, I'm doing pretty good. That's when – Freaking curveball flies at you, man! <laughs> it hits the shan. <laughs> I was gonna say exactly that, but oh, that's always seems to when you are like, man, you know, this this is yeah. a good day. Looking at all your money rolling in, looking at everything's rented out perfectly, you're making more money than ever before. What could go wrong? And that's,
1: that's when the thinking cap goes off. That's but
0: like the quote you put, you put my quote up there today. Was it today? Yeah. That when you when I forgot exactly how my own quote goes, but it's something like when when failure is not an option. Do you got Can you pull it up? You got it right there.
1: Let me see.
0: I think I'll pull it up. I don't want to mess up my own quote. Cause this is like this is Yeah, rude. it
1: said if failure is not an option, bad situations become knowledge, power, and profit. Adversity is your friend.
0: And that's true. Oh, yes sir. I dropped some gold on that one. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good one and what i meant by that you know if it's kind of self-explanatory because because i guess an option for a lot of people is like and i and i and i've known people that just like gave up they said okay this house renting thing is too hard i'm getting bad renters i'm just gonna give up i'm gonna sell it for a loss take the failure and move on go back to work and plug away until i'm 65 70 years old and call it a call it a life and it's serious they just they just give up and it's just um but that's when you that's when you take the step to the next level when shit happens and you adjust and not only you adjust you turn a a bad situation into a an awesome situation Mm -hmm. and you heard it from our you know adam james he said the best thing that's ever best bad thing that's ever happened to him or something like that his his um, greatest mistake was was bankruptcy and it just after that he just i mean ramped it up man he's been going non-stop since
1: yeah you gotta lose something in order to go be great man yeah you gotta lose
0: something so when so when I of course i was devastated by this news and stuff like that about the getting shut down and but i'm like man no something better is gonna happen something yeah. better is gonna happen might yeah. you know? I'm gonna get some. I'm a. I'm gonna do what I got to do. I'm gonna adjust and just um. Then make. And I'm gonna make more money than I was making Airbnb. Yeah.
1: Any every great person has a story after a great loss. Yeah. Every time, man. Like look at Kobe. When Kobe lost Shaq, he went on a – It took him a few years, but he bounced back. When the year LeBron lost Kyrie and Kevin Love, the next year he had them both. Man, he just went rampage. You know, it's it's. If you lose something great, man, you and you have to learn from it, you bounce back 10 times harder. If you stay at it, you bounce back. Yeah,
0: you got to stay at it. Most people quit. Most people quit. Yeah. It, 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 one, one great thing that happened, and I can't thank them enough, but it was actually, I couldn't, you know, when this happened, in, I, I, ended, I took the trash out that night, and I said, well, I, I need to check the mail. I'm going to check it right now. Something told me, ah, you sure you want to check the mail right now? Because what if it's bad news? <laughs> and I was just like thinking yeah. like that. And sure enough, I checked the mail. And that's when those cita- that citation was there. And I was like, oh, fuck. And I couldn't sleep, dude. You know, it was just weighing on me. What am yeah. I going to do? What am I going to do? You know, I got you know, a new baby, brand new baby. I got bills to pay. I got mortgages to pay. What the hell am I going to do now? And so I'm just sitting there in bed trying to sleep. Wife's out in the living room with the baby because, you know, I'm you know, trying to let daddy sleep a little bit because he has to wake up at 4 a.m. Mm-hmm. Of course, I'm just, I can't, I can't shut it off now, dude. I can't. And once you get some news like that, you ain't going to go to sleep. And so I, I pull out the phone. I start looking. And what do you know? There's a video up by a certain David Flippit Weems. And he put, a, he put a YouTube video up, right, on his, on his site. You know, our previous guest, David Flippit Weems. And he goes, and yeah. the video is titled, How I Lost $30,000. And I was like, whoa, what's this all about? <laughs> go, to, go to Live, Let, Thrive Facebook page. And I, I put the video up there. And so he goes, yeah. and, and David Flippin' Williams, he's a great guest. He's an he's a, he's a awesome dude. He was walking out of the gym, and, um, and he's, he you know, has the phone. He's just talking to the phone. He, always, like, he likes to do all his videos from his car, his badass ride. He shows his ride first, you know, badass Corvette. And he gets in there and he starts, you know, doing his video. And he was saying, I'm going to tell you guys how I lost $30,000. And he goes, All you see online is all these gurus and all these, you know, we're, oh, I'm getting rich. I'm making all this money. making." Me, he goes, You got to hear the bad stories too. Cause that's part. of go, Half of an entrepreneur yep. is the bad stuff. And people don't want to tell you that stuff. For real. And he goes, And so he just went into, like, you know, to make a long story short, he just, you know, he had, he likes to, to set up these houses to do, um, um, uh, what is it, like assisted living type place, spots, yeah. you know, and so which makes a lot of money, and so he got all the permits, he got all this stuff going, and blah blah blah, got everything got rolling, you know, started renovating the place, and he got it up and ready, and all of a sudden the city said, well uh, we're not going to let you start raining out till next, like April or May, something like that so he's gonna just bite he's gonna be losing all this money from all the money he put into it all this you know on the, he has to pay every month on this stuff he's gonna make be making no money at all until you know, next year and so in other words he goes yeah i just lost thirty thousand dollars <throat> because of a decision from the city and so but he's like am i mad and he goes no he goes He's like, I'm upset a little, but I know that I'm a, I'm gonna turn this around and I'm gonna make even more than I was originally gonna make on this thing. Yep. And so, um and he, yeah, it was it was a great video. You gotta watch it. And afterwards I was like, Man, it made me feel good. You know, I, I, and I shared it on our page and I and I went on there and I and I told him, Man, thanks for this, man. You, you I got I saw this video at the exact right time. I mean, this is perfect time yep. for me. And so <laughs> it's like, yeah, oh, thanks for sharing, man. And so, um, and that's it. That's the people. There's like you said, online. Oh, I'm the million dollar Airbnb host. I'm the million dollar this. I'm making money. You can make money too, and this and that. But they don't tell you all their how much money they lost. And the you know, just like a gambler, they go to Vegas. It seems like all my friends go to Vegas and they all win money. I don't know how these casinos are being made because they all won money. Like bullshit. You're just not telling me the time you lost like a thousand dollars that sure night. You just tell me when you won three hundred dollars. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, man, because you said when you couldn't sleep and you got that letter, that's how it was. And they made me stop doing it out of my condo. I was like, oh, man, I had all that money put in that condo. I was like, "Damn!" but luckily I found out about corporate rent, man. I went through Bigger Pockets forums and found out about that, man, and I got lucky. But it really wasn't luck. It was more or less staying consistent. You know what I mean? You yeah. got to pick your head right back up. You're like, damn took the loss, gotta go, gotta keep going, you know, so, and that's what really boosted us into this podcast, these stories of, like, when we failed, you know, like, it was like, damn, this happened, like, with your Hearst house, like, you've had, like, a story about your Hearst house, story about this house, um, now I'm like, dang, I don't even know if I'm gonna do the rooms out of my house, you know, but it's crazy, you know, so, it is what it is, but just learning lessons, you know, the people that are local to us and Arlington and the DFW area. It's great information from them too. You know what I'm saying? You can, you don't have to learn from your own mistakes. You can learn from our mistakes. You know, but but it's crazy how you heard that like at the right time because it's like <laughs> man, you you need that pick me up right then and there. It was right there. I needed it,
0: man. And I was like, well, I guess I know for a fact I'm not going to lose thirty thousand from this whole ordeal. I might lose yeah. a few a few G's, but not thirty thousand. That's a lot of money to me. It's a lot of money.
1: You know what's crazy about that? Like. All the information that we have, I think we have enough information from our podcast, guests that we've had on, talking to each other, to where those things don't have to bother us because we know so many exit strategies. But it's like, when it hits you in the face, it's just like, damn, how am I going to handle this? You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to tell you something that happened to me. Like um, I, I, I haven't been really paying attention to my Airbnb, and I, uh, noticed, I started noticing my bookings were slowing down from my Little Rock place. And I was like, dang. So I went on, I checked it, and I'm like, dang, I only got two bookings for next month, right? I'm like, damn! what am I supposed to do? And then I clicked. I'm like, oh, I can use those Facebook ads again because I remember I turned it off. Turn my Facebook ads on. Three days later, I got a week booking. And then right now I have somebody trying to book for three whole weeks up until someone else checks out. So I was like, damn, that'll take the whole month. But it's just remembering those tools Instead of panicking in the moment, remembering those tools that we've pulled from podcast guests are, you know, talking to each other, using those tools and just knowing when to react, at, when, when to, when to use those tools. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like, man, you know, like, you, you know, you're like, oh, I can put them at this house. I have corporate, uh, I can do long-term, you know, so it's just a matter of, man, use your inventory, use your tool belt, you know, don't be a one trick pony. You, it's too much information out here. So,
0: Yeah and what forces you to use that better than adversity that's when you have to start using it right it makes you, so you have to use it. it makes you stronger just like it's like um just like uh, an athlete you know comp- if you compete against the best the other best athlete or athletes in the world it'll make you even stronger you know what i'm saying if yeah. you're going to go play um you know saint mary's school of the blind at basketball and just destroy <laughs> them every you're not going to get better <laughs> you just you yeah. know what i'm saying and you so it's just like yeah you, and I guess the, um our competition well we got competition too, you know, in the rental space, whatever. Mm-hmm. But like um our opponent is the city and these laws in a way. Yeah. You can look at it like that. Cause shit's gonna change, man. That's the only thing constant is change, right? And so it's gonna always something's always gonna change and throw you and, and that's why complacency, man, like you said you were you were complacent with the Little Rock place. You just weren't even looking at it, you're just complacent with it and it starts to fade a little bit. Yeah. But then you, um, you're like, oh, shit, I need some bookings. You you found a way to get more bookings, right? You found a way yeah. to up your game. And so
1: yeah, man. my views went up two hundred and fifty three percent. Damn. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, <laughs> man. It works. Yeah. Facebook ads work. And speaking of ads, man, uh, God, I haven't looked into this one yet, but I heard the new ads to really get going. Google ads. A lot of people are on Google ads. But yeah, check the, those out. I'll, I'll if I if I end up doing Google ads, I'll do like a tutorial in one of our podcasts. And be doing it, but yeah, the Facebook ads. I'm starting to get those down. That 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 is a legit boost. So
0: nice, nice. Yeah, and it's funny. Um, <laughs> uh, Jasper did a show on on um, on Facebook was it Facebook ads? It was really? something like ad placing ads and making you know getting your numbers up. He did a show mm-hmm. on it. After our show. Yeah. <laughs> so, what up, Jasper? You listening to our show, man? You, you cherry-picking over there? Uh, <laughs> nah, he's the man. He's the legend right there. Yeah, man. Um, We got to get him back on. Yeah, we will. We will. So um, what else do you want to talk? Any, any more topics? or we're, we're a little over an hour. So, Oh, no, um, well, I was
1: going to our guest questions. We got a right, guest question that came through.
0: Cool. Let's do this.
1: Yeah, so we have a question from Brian Wynn. Uh, he said, guys, love, your, love the show and your perseverance. A hey, quick question. As one who has one Airbnb property and working to open an assisted living location, that is the hot topic right there. Continuing mm. uh, on, when you got a business line of credit, are you still personally guaranteeing the business line of credit? I went to Wells Fargo and they were like, sure, we'll give you cash in your LLC, but your ass is on the line for it. Let me know if it's something to do with dinner or something I am missing. Uh I hope hope
0: that's exactly how the conversation went. Wells Fargo said your ass is on the line
1: for. for... Okay, that's
0: what kind of lender we uh, Live Let Thrive would be, by
1: the way. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Like our guests say stuff that we. That's funny. Our guests pretty much talk. They feel comfortable with us. They feel comfortable. They feel comfortable. But nah, um, what I'm gonna say on that is, uh, I didn't personally guarantee mine. But I had two years of business income through them, solely through Airbnb, from solely through Wells Fargo. So I would say if you're running business through an LLC, make sure you've got like, um, pretty much, I guess, uh, not credit, but um, a relationship with that bank Like for two years. Most of the time it's two years and they'll start giving you pers- uh, business lines of credit in your LLC. But yeah, if you're on the line for it, they probably don't have a business relationship with you. But I don't know. Send me a message back. Let me know, hey, I do have a business relationship with them. Then it may be a little something different. Like, make sure you have two years of solid income through your LLC going through that bank account. Because um, it took me two years to get a business line of credit through them. Now I'm getting a bunch of them coming in because I got that one. Um, and also use NAV. You can use NAV just to singularly, uh, to, like, get the full results of NAV. You have to pay, like, $27 a month. I would pay it once and you can cancel if you want. But it'll tell you your business credit score and it'll tell you what's impacting your business credit score, what all you got in there. Uh, but, yeah, uh, I would say something probably along the line of business having a business relationship with that bank. Um, if you have a business relationship with another bank, see if they'll give you a business line of credit. Because most of the time they'll just start sending you those messages and emails and mails through the mail where they'll say, hey, I'll give you a business line of credit, fill out the application. They'll give you a little reference code then you just, on the application, you, of course, put your uh, EIN number on there. So, yeah, that's what I would say. Develop a business a relationship with that bank and do business with them. Like, if you do, anyone who's listening, if you have a business relationship with any bank where you're running business, they'll more than likely give you a business line of credit without a personal guarantee. Yeah,
0: they'll work with you, man. Yeah. And then it would be a win-win situation. Yes, sir. Brian Win. Win win. Get it?
1: Brian Wynn. Yeah, yeah, win win. I hope that's how we say his name. Oh, well. Send us a message if I, if I butchered your name.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Great question, Brian. Thank you. And thank you for all yeah. the questions y'all keep sending at us. Um, thanks for all From the support. From Virginia, by the way. Virginia. Yeah. Nice.
1: Nice. How's the short term rental market out there, Brian? Matter of fact, yeah, send us a message. Let us know how the short term rental market is in Virginia. And so I would think just- Virginia Beach, you got to be. You, well, only thing about the beach cities, man, they have those down seasons. But yeah, yeah,
0: and um, and assisted living, um, uh, business. How's that going out there, too? That's the yeah, big thing. Yeah, man, that that, that seems
1: to be the that seems to be the hot topic because medical is impervious to recessions. They say, which I believe, medical you always need it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They always find a way.
0: They always find a way to pay for that, right? Yeah,
1: definitely.
0: Just take more from oh, yeah? our checks.
1: What'd
0: you say? <laughs> just take more from our paychecks. That's all.
1: There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man.
0: So this has been but, a good show. We we talked about we we dug in a little. We talked about our um our trials. You know, a little bit of not yeah. not all the everything we do is positive. All, I mean, um, not, yeah, we don't win at every single thing. But we we persevere, and you know you learn from the losses, right? That's what yep. teaches you. teaches you know teaches you more than anything is the losses. So um, so and well, me and my wife always tell each other when when stuff comes up, we say it in Spanish. We go, todo va a salir bien. Everything is gonna work out good. Yeah, everything's gonna really? be everything's gonna be okay. Todo va a salir bien.
1: Yeah, that's it, see, yeah. Say everybody needs something like that with their wife. Me, me and mahogany's is. We always say we always give each other a high five, and we always say teamwork will make the dream work.
0: Oh, nice, nice.
1: Yeah, that's a nice one. I like that what y'all just said. She probably could understand that and teach me to say it.
0: Yeah, totally. I'll, I'll text it to you so you can practice it. But <laughs> yeah, having a, a supportive wife or spouse is yeah. is invaluable, man. It's just un-unreal. You can't do it. we can't you can't do it without. And it's it- definitely. And I've been in situations in the past where I've been with a partner that ain't supportive and, talk, you know, kind of, you know, shoots down aspirations and dreams. And I'm like, I'm glad yeah. I didn't end up with someone like that because, man, that's just, it's not good, man. It is not yeah. good.
1: That'll so, tear that. mess it all up. We
0: are blessed, my brother.
1: Yeah, man. So, yeah, those out there who are, you know, in a great relationship, cherish your partner, you know. And if you aren't, uh, remember, just check their credit score before you get in a relationship with them. <laughs> And before so, you get, oh, co- yeah.
0: before you Go get cozy, check with Cozy. <laughs> I'm going to call him up. I'm going to call him
1: up. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I just usually get their password and see if they have credit card, that'll get you itchy in the door. <laughs> <laughs> I used to really do this. But moving on, I'm past that life.
0: Okay, so, so I guess um, uh, Mahogany passed the credit test for you.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Like Mahogany, she had really good credit. She was just like, I asked her. She was like, she was like, yeah, only credit card debt I have, you know, I was helping someone out and stuff happened, you know, and it wasn't even that much. So I was like, oh, yeah, we can, we can build something. <laughs> 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 but yeah, but yeah, man. Oh, oh, um, something else cool I heard today. Go ahead, go ahead.
0: And I was, I was listening to, um, I was listening to um, the Minimalists, and I wanted to dive in the next episode or a little or Patreon, whatever. We'll dive into the some Minimalist talk. Go ahead now, go ahead now. And uh, well, I, I'll tell a little bit of it. Um, this guy, this this guest came on, and and he was talking about, you know, we a lot of people a lot of people are depressed because they put their put their. Um, they, they put their happiness into stuff to objects things and it's never enough you know what i'm saying instead of um putting it into the things that actually make them happy like spending time with family going on you know going on trips doing cool things and just just having these valuable experiences but they want to get all this you know shiny objects and they end up paying a buttload of money going into debt for these shiny objects and then going into a job that they hate to pay for all this crap and it's just a vicious cycle and they talk about it a lot and one and one and um Melania's, uh, Melania Millenia Trump, whatever the the wife of uh, of, of Donald, Donald Trump, right? She was speaking. I don't know, she was speaking to some college. This is before he was president, and and it's it a funny thing because it was it's a telling thing because he said he said she was um, uh, one of the students asked her if Donald Trump didn't have any money, would you still have married him? And the way her, the way she responded that was well, do you think if I wasn't beautiful, he would have married me? So he said she said with that one answer that she she just kind of showed the hands on both of them because yeah, yeah, truth be told, yeah, she wouldn't have married his ass if he didn't have any money <laughs> and he wouldn't have married her ass if she didn't look hot, right? If she started yeah. gaining weight, lost her looks or whatever, he'd probably move on to the next one. That's just how he is. He, he wants the most hot. He's a rich, powerful man. He wants the most hottest chick he can get. That's what that's how his thinking is. Yeah. And so it really it's like it ain't with them too. It ain't even about love. It's about you know she knows he's rich and powerful and she wants that money. <laughs> she just kind yeah. of admitted it like that. So mm-hmm. um, so yeah, I don't know how I got on that, but it was just some it was just something interesting I heard how people put these priorities on things you know superficial things or things or objects or money and, and I know and money's cool and I, it always helps makes life a little easier if you got enough in the bank. But yeah, but if you're just thinking about the next thing you're going to buy, the next car, the next shiny thing, the next jewelry, the next bigger house, and just, just it's never going to be enough. It's never you know,
1: going to be enough. Yeah. That, that reminds me of something my boy told me when I was a youngster. I was like 22, 23. He was older than me. He was like in his 30s. He was way like 10 years older than me. And you know, he was talking about love and he's like, man, I know love is supposed to be unconditional. He goes, but it has to have a little bit of conditions, you know what I'm saying? It's like, naturally you want someone that'll help you so you can help them he goes he goes yeah you know you, you can love anyone but he goes man you do want somebody who wants to do something better for themselves he goes man cuz it's hard to love a motherfucker that got rats and roaches man it just is <laughs> <laughs> but he was, was like dude just be he, he was like to be honest with you man. <laughs> <laughs> It's true, man. But it's true. It's just like it's people he's like, man, it's not that he's it's people certain types of thinking and stuff. You know, it's just hard to love him, you yeah. know, but you know, but yeah, that's funny that she said that. You know, at least she admits it, like, you know, I got Keep, the paper, you know, but,
0: keeping it real. Yeah. yeah but and she's got conditions, he's got conditions. I mean that's
1: for yeah. them, that's what it is. Yeah, that's know? what it is for them, yeah, man. But so. Yeah, man, but so a few closing words to get out of here man ladies if you are ready to get your health and fitness game together be sure to follow mahogany artists on ig for all your fitness and nutritional needs and be sure to follow llt on ig facebook twitter youtube subscribe on apple Podcasts, youtube wherever you listen to podcasts and we appreciate the love and thank you guys for being listeners
0: keep the questions coming we love them
1: yeah keep the questions coming oh yeah check out the patreon
0: Patreon. It's lit. (laughs) All All right. right.
1: LLT is out. Later. Peace. Thank you for
0: tuning in to this week's episode of Live, Let, Thrive. Be sure to tune in next week for all the latest in the world of Airbnb and all that entails. Bye-bye.